0: What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, J.H. Gibbons here. And i Will see. And welcome to yet another episode of the Chromas Podcast, episode 42. 42 weeks straight. 42 weeks straight, we've been here, and guys, we're not going anywhere. In fact, if you're watching this on YouTube, you make sure to hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, and hit that notification bell. So the next time you're on YouTube and you literally open up the page, our latest video will be the first one you see and most of all it is free to do so guys as you know this we tell you every
1: single time uh every week we remind you uh and for our newcomers it's a reminder as well and more importantly we try to make sure that you understand that this is free to do so it doesn't charge you anything crazy. to be a part of this movement crazy it doesn't cost you anything
0: It's crazy because nothing in this country is free. Now, if we have international listeners, I'm sure you may get things for free. And kudos to you because we don't get that here. (laughs) So, look, it's been another crazy week. Um, If you were in the sports world, you heard about the Henry Ruggs incident in Las Vegas. Um, You know, prayers to uh, the woman's family as well as Henry Ruggs. Um, That was a, you know, he's 22. He made a terrible, terrible, terrible decision, um, and it's something that he has to live with for the rest of his life now. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we want to give our thoughts and prayers to the family. This, both of the families that were affected in this, um, the other on the other side of the NFL. I'm sure you heard about Aaron Rodgers and his whole COVID thing. I'm not going to get into that now, but it's been a it's been a very, very busy week. Um, not just in the NFL but um also if you heard the news on uh Saturday mm-hmm. um once again another situation where we do want to give our thoughts and prayers to those who um either lost their lives or were injured in Houston, Texas um for the Travis Scott concert. Um again, it's these these situations and scenarios that always come about. I don't know much of the details right now. It's still it's still, you know, Still new thing, but, um, fact of the matter is about eight people have lost their lives and, um, you know, tons more injured. So, uh, we want to give our thoughts and prayers to them. Um, we want to say to you guys in our community, um, just continue to be safe, um, continue to pursue your dreams and pursue your goals. Um, but also know that life is very precious um, and in an instant it could be gone uh, so live every single day as though it's your last but live res- live responsibly yeah well said Jay um, and
1: yeah you have to live every second as if it's your last because n- nothing is given you know absolutely nothing is promised to any any of us and with anything and everything you go through our life is transitional um, as mm-hmm. we talk about all the time Jay uh, but in moments such as this, you know, it really makes you appreciate your, your uh, having the ability to still be present, you know, and to, uh, to, to make your, your impact on those you love and care about most. Yeah. Uh, so condolences go out to, to all parties involved and, and to everyone in general who's experiencing some sort of tragic event of recent times and uh, we're sending our prayers and our thoughts with you. Uh, condolences as well as well and just i um, hoping that you are able to pull it through and uh you know be strong through these processes
0: absolutely you know i i'm you know thankful that we're here on this sunday and able to uh, join our community once again uh mm-hmm. spread the great word of building healthy habits and learning more about each other learning more about our communities and continuing to grow And one way that you can continue to grow with us is through the Acroma Store. Now, if you have not been to the AcromaStore.com, I will let you know exactly what's on there. Hoodies. It's getting cold. It's getting very, very cold, and these are more than necessary. Caps. Not watches. On there. Let me take that back. We have hats. We have socks. We have pants. We have a whole bunch of different accessories that you can wear and spread to your Chroma's brand. Yeah, uh, it looked good doing so. Uh, not
1: to be biased or anything. Uh, but uh, yeah, we have really, really good uh, really good content on there. Uh, wonderful items of all kinds. So give it a checkout. Uh, and when you purchase, let us know. And don't forget to use our promo code NEVERFALL. You get 25% Absolutely. off of everything.
0: 25 percent off of every single thing in the store.
1: Yes, 25% off. Um, and look good again as we had in transition from fall into winter. Uh, I was just uh, telling Jayna too long ago I had my hoodie on and my pants and sweats and everything. I was out there running and, and you know and uh, it, held, it held up well, held up really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, with a frigid cold of like 30 degrees
0: <laughs> yeah i tell you man i'm so not used to that um you know with we, we were spoiled with the summer that passed yeah. um but now that we're we've been forced into these cold fall and winter months oh boy i'm not looking forward to some of the the exercises that will be done outdoors but yeah it will mold you you know it, it, it can't it can't do anything else but mold you it can't do anything else but make you stronger especially on the days where you don't want to go outside or you don't want to exercise, you don't want to do any of that. When you go ahead and go against the grain and you go against your own mind and, and, and all that stuff, it, it definitely helps you out. It makes your mind stronger. It makes your body stronger because you are now faced with adversity and you're pushing through it. And, and I got to be honest, like when I had those workouts, those were some of the best workouts I had because it was, it was me knowing that I didn't want to be there, that I didn't want to go through with it. But I did it anyway. And the results, the results were, were amazing. So I, I would never I would never listen to that, that voice inside of my head that throws doubt out or um, that tries to prevent me from doing anything positive in my life. You just have to continue to push through, know where you're going, know your destination and do what it takes to get there
1: agreed um as we were just talking about that as well that's how i felt when i was out there running (laughs) Uh, my body screamed at me not to do it Um, (laughs) maybe because of the the climate and and it was very frigid and you could feel the crisp of the air going through my lungs and it was like ooh okay but we got to do this i just grit it you know have my chroma's hoodie on there you go pulled on tight I just got my music going. I just got to it before you know it. I was a few miles in, and um, you know, I you know still working through the injury that I had on my foot, but um, I was able to, to get through it and persevere and um, channel into. I was choosing where I wanted to be in that moment, and mm-hmm. um, you know, understood that it was a part of the process of taking care of my well-being. You know, mm-hmm. it was a it was a part of part of the process of uh, what we're gonna get into today.
0: You know? Right, absolutely. And look, you know. I- When when I do exercise, when I do go to the gym, when I do lift, as you know, I've been I've been exercising, I've been lifting since I was in middle school. Um, You know, first I started out at the the fitness center that was on our street in our apartment complex, because, you know, it's free to I guess it comes with your contract, but, you know, you can get in with a card. So Mm -hmm. I went there to exercise. I found peace there. Um, you know, I was able to, to play football, especially backyard football, no pads, just a bunch of kids running into each other at full speed. Um, I found peace in that, you know, I I found peace in being able to, to, to take my aggression out on something that I had when I was growing up, same thing for high school, same thing for college. And I was able to find peace after that. And I, I think it was a little bit tough because that transition from, constantly being active with things that you love um, having to give up some of those things just because of time, just because of situations, it is tough to go through. Um, mm-hmm. It's tough to to put some of those things that you do love aside for other things that you, that you love as well, but you've grown into. Um, and, you know, the body is the body only gets a little bit worse with age. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, the body will let you know when you should probably start slowing down and, When my body was telling me that at first I was, I was very upset, man, because I kept telling myself, I'm going to do this for years. I love this great at what I do. I want to continue to go and, and I want to continue to work out the way I was working out. I wanted to continue to play football at the same level I was, but my body was telling me something differently. My body was saying, There's certain things that you can't do now that you were able to do with ease back in the days. Mm -hmm. There are things in the gym that you may not be able to lift now that you were able to lift back in the day without any sort of restrictions, without without any sort of injuries. Um, And it took me it took me a while to find peace in that. It took me a while to to really sit back and understand that everything has a season. And when I was growing up, when I was younger, I was able to to go through those seasons and enjoy that part of my life. But we see it now in professional sports where there are athletes who play for a certain period of time. Some of them have been playing longer than I've been playing growing up. you know they start at the age of five and they make it to, to professional sports and they play until they're you know, 27, between 27 and 33. Mm-hmm. And so at some point they have to be faced with the fact that they can no longer do this, that there isn't a team out there that wants to take them on again. And a lot of the times those players, they all have pride, right? So they take those things personally. And when they start to take those things personally, they, they, they look inside themselves and they start feeling worthless because all of the worth that they placed on themselves in life had to deal with a game, had to deal with a sport. So now that they can't play that sport anymore, number one, number two, nobody would even give them a chance. They start battling with these internal demons. Man, I guess I'm not good enough. Damn, I guess I, I, I my worth is low now because nobody wants to, me to be on their team. And then they, they start going to these outlets. They start you know, turning to bad habits. And, and it starts spiraling down from there, because there is something internally wrong with them that they have not faced up with yet. So in today's Acromas podcast episode, I really want to get a chance to dive in to what it means to truly find inner peace, what it means to truly understand yourself, understand where you are in life now, and, and understand where you will be heading in life. And Just because you're doing something that you love now doesn't mean that there isn't something that you would love in the future. Um, Just because you have you have been able to build a specific life at this particular time doesn't mean that you can't rebuild your life in the future for something more than what you received now. Um, I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason, um, that we go through these seasons and we grow And that every choice that we make will end up affecting our future in some way, shape or form. So today I wanted to kind of take some steps into teaching our audience and teaching our community exactly what it means to find your inner peace. Um, I think for starters, per, per the individual, what
1: does it mean to you to attain that? um for myself uh it wasn't until I was ready to face myself that I recognized how much I I I truly seeked Mm -hmm. um inner peace but uh in doing so I recognized the areas that it was going to require me to work on that I had just kind of stayed away from you know majority of my life Mm -hmm. um and I think that's the case with most folks where um I think a lot of people in some ways are aware of the areas of what they need to do to address, to, to have peace. But I think also a bigger factor to that is those who have become accustomed to a chaotic presence in your day-to-day life that, mm-hmm. don't, that don't know how they can function without some sort of disruption, uh, which ultimately hinders them seeking peace because they've embraced that part uh to think it's normal to always have conflict of some kind Mm. and I think um with that being said we are our our own biggest enemies our own biggest critique of ourselves and we always seem to think that we're not as worthy as we should be deserving to have that sort of peace Mm. I say that from a perspective of myself where I I constantly fight that I constantly fight that part of myself where uh I've gotten to the place where I've attained inner peace and know what that looked like. I've had a taste of that. And sometimes I find myself for one reason or another, not thinking I'm worth it enough for that. And that's really important where doing all those steps of like creating the right affirmations and like really taking a chance to take a step back from society as it is now to identify who you are and how you Uh, fit in your life rather than how you fit into society as a whole is really important to do Mm -hmm. Um, so you know with that being said you know albeit I've I've been taking a a much lengthier hiatus intermissions with social media lately because I've been needing to continue to focus on myself and take care of myself take care of my state of being you know my mindset uh, my outlook Uh, remind myself of my worth for me not based upon the opinions of others Um, and all those things that I'm mentioning play a huge role into what the concept of uh, inner peace may look like to a person Mm -hmm. like for me it's you know it's it's, it's different for everyone so for me it's inner peace true inner peace in myself is like the point the point where I've attained joy Um, that's how I was able to identify what that looks like for me and the joy in knowing and loving myself so that I can then be able to give healthy love and uh, support to others. Um, which not to say before I wasn't giving support wholeheartedly to everyone else, but I would uh, give to, too much of myself mm. and I didn't have enough to, for myself. And that was because I didn't think I was worthy enough of that. Mm. So ultimately how can I really be an advocate for you and, and, and a good, uh, support system, a good, good thought process to, to, to rely on at times. If I, if I don't even know my way, if I don't even know Mm -hmm. who I am, how can I even begin to try to, to help someone else? Let alone, i never want to feel like I'm dictated to anyone, um, or to even give a perspective of my own, if I'm not doing the work. And that's something, um, I had to humble myself with. With, mm. with time and to learn what that looks like to the point that now um, the piece that, that I seek I realize is something that you have to constantly fight for. Mm. It's you have days where you feel like you've reached a mountaintop and you have that and then you have other days where you feel like you're you're not hitting your stride and, and it's just an avalanche and your world is falling apart. Mm. Uh, but it's... how you feel about yourself through that process would dictate ultimately, the direction
0: you continue to go when you're experiencing those moments, either way. So is there something that you come back to, let's say you're, you are going through that avalanche, you are falling down, and it's snowballing, and it's getting out of control. Is there a base or a foundation that you can fall back on, where you could say, okay, this will help me restart, this will help me truly tap into what that inner peace feels like for me, and get back on my feet to climb again?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: for me it's it's going back to the basics which were for me uh establishing my affirmations
1: Mm -hmm. um recognizing how well they're helping me in this season that i'm in um how well i'm utilizing it and if it makes sense for what i'm enduring right Mm -hmm. uh the experiences that i'm going through because i do believe that everything we go through is not by chance we are supposed to experience it and ultimately how we respond to or dictate again the direction our path leads us. Right. And um, when I'm going through those moments, I go back, I go back to do that deeper work where I first started, where I first had my sense of like identifying change needed to happen. I go back to that. I go back to that point, even with like last night with me running mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it's been a lot, a lot of hard work lately for different reasons as we were talking, Jay, you know, just working through and me being out there, you know, running late, and yeah. just kind of that's a part of me working to maintain and to grasp hold to my inner peace. Right. Um, but I have to earn that and, and and know my worth through that process. So going back to the basics and when I say that, for example, with me, hey, that was like when I first started getting back into the, the fitness aspect of my life. Um, sure. Of learning how to take care of myself, the self-care aspect, self-worth um identifying what that looked like so even when I didn't feel my best or I'm not feeling my best or capable of it when I'm out there again it's like 30 degrees or so out there and it's frigid cold that no one wants to be out there I'm out there because I love myself Mm. I'm out there because I think I'm that damn worth it I'm out there because I matter and it's a reminder to me that what I feel is just as important as what I give out to anyone else Mm just as important and if yeah. i don't if i don't recognize that then i'm doing a disservice to myself because i am alive because i am still here because i am in my now and that's not promised forever but how i choose to feel in that is up to me and if i want to feel good and feel joy and love those are avenues for myself and that works for me so right. inner peace is based upon the individual and what it is that you seek and don't mix like that sort of inner peace with trauma because Mm. you can eat because I know before there was a point in my life where that form of outlet and like physical activities to work out was a form of me trying to cope through my trauma Mm. of what I was my losses so was that an
0: outlet for you yeah but as but if
1: you're not cautious with how you utilize your outlets then you're harming yourself more than helping because that was just a form of an outlet no different than if it was was a time when i would drink exactly that was no different than the outlet for that it was just a different form of a method of uh dealing with my pain Mm. um where in now of how i deal with these adversities i'm choosing me through it Mm. and i'm being conscious about how i do it and again my affirmations is kind of like my shield which keeps me grounded it keeps me humble It keeps me in tune with reality so i don't lose sight of my journey where mm-hmm. i've been and all it took to get to where i'm going through this uh metamorphosis so to speak because it's because it's continuous and right. um i'm just still so new to this with myself you mm-hmm. know it's only been a few years and a couple of years or so now where this transformation has happened um, inward, uh, where that's what it started with me seeking that inner peace and asking myself the tough questions of like, what what do I want in life? Like, wh- like what is important to will? And that was the biggest thing. What do you want? I want joy. I want to know what joy feels like. I want to know what peace feels like. I want to know what it's like to, to not constantly stay in the realm of chaos or anticipate it to come. Right. Because you're living in fear. You're not living at all. And I lived a lot of my life in fear of something, Mm. one way, one thing or another, just fear Mm. and ultimately fearing that I just wasn't enough. So anytime Mm. I think I feel that presence, because you're looking at like 90 something percent of your life where that was the case. Right. So I'm fighting against that. So it's not an overnight process. And I want people to understand the importance of what that looks like. What you're dealing with is not an overnight process. It Just don't go away like that. You're going right, to right. have to grow through what you're going through, but you've got to be willing to do the fight because you matter mm-hmm. and to not avoid it and be very cautious to not use trauma. Uh, these habits that you built to, to help you deal with it that way, because the, the, it won't go anywhere. It's just going to empower it. Cause I know mm-hmm. for me, I feel like that's what happened when I got in really great shape beforehand. It was my trauma I was working through. Mm -hmm. My anger fueled it, Mm -hmm. right? And I just became intoxicated off of that Mm -hmm. where it affected my mood. It affected my thought, my process, my outlook on everything and everyone. And I felt like I had something to prove to the world, but I was angry. I was hurt. I was hurting. And that's something I had to identify in this season, even with the development of the 21-3 method. That Mm -hmm. was a huge process because I said, Okay, I can't do what that was because that didn't help me. Like that just that helped make things worse. Ultimately, sent me down a a ball of depression that when I when the steam had suppressed from my anger, that's what I was left with nothing but depression. Mm -hmm. And this is why it's so important that when you're in this line of like trying to learn yourself. Understand that it's okay that you're not gonna have the answers. Be very raw with yourself, be gentle with yourself too in the process because of it, because you are learning how to love yourself. You are learning how to take care of you, Mm -hmm. right? No different than how we're capable of taking care of other people. Uh, for for example, if someone's sick that you care about, right? You're gonna be very compassionate with them. You're gonna be so thoughtful. You're gonna you're gonna want to get them the comforters. You're gonna get them the tea, the soup, whatever right. you feel like that they need to help mend them to a healthy recovery. This is what you need to look at when you looking at yourself inward and taking that time to 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 be okay with yourself, to be okay in your emotions. If you feeling like you need to cry, let that go. Let it out. Let it be a part of your process if it helps you helps you through what you're going through so you don't swell up with all of this these emotions that are bottled in and don't know how to let them out healthy you know if you feel like praying is a strength to help you get through that then you pray to what you know, uh higher entity you believe in, whatever that looks like to you. Right. Um, if you do rely on a support system that is healthy for you, reach out to your support system along the way because we all, we all hit bumps in a row and none of us really have the answer to this. All we all have is experiences. Very and true. some people are more experienced in er- other areas than others, but the outlet is what dictates what their direction looks like. So pay attention to what that direction has looked like for them thus far because ultimately that is folks who you can take pages from and learn from right and you can grow with and that ultimately helps to strengthen your support system so this is why we always talk about identifying a healthy support system and having it around you so in this case if you're trying to attain that inner peace that's what it's going to take for me Mm -hmm. to continue to be as i am jay i'm still going to need the support system for folks such as yourself um Close confidants of family and loved ones right. and a Chromos community and, and output the folks who've reached out and has made it, said what difference I've made in their life personally. And they don't even understand how much of a difference for them saying those sort of things has made to me. So it's like, right. it's all a part of the, the process of us just seeking change in ourselves. And because of that fact, it set, it set a course on a journey that was meant to happen, right? To get to where we are, what we're doing. And, yep. and for me, when I'm out there running and I'm out there doing these things such as that, all that plays a role into the inner peace that I've been seeking mm-hmm. and why I fight so hard to attain and hold on to it because I matter, because you matter. Yeah. We are so damn worth it. We all are. And, right. and that to me is my why for the inner peace and how the journey has looked for me. And mm-hmm. um, that's why I fight. This is why we do this.
0: Even right now, this is why we do this, because Absolutely. we want to make sure everyone knows how much they matter. I thought there was an interesting dichotomy there because you talked about something that everybody out there would think would be a positive, and that's exercise and that's working out. But the fact that you were using the pain that you were receiving and, and, and using this outlet, which is running um, as your particular outlet for it, made it unhealthy. Right. Because this this was something there was there was an emotional aspect to your running that was negative, even though the results from your exercise physically were positive. And that, in essence, is the reason why acromis exists now, because there is still that gap between the physical and the mental. As we'll see, just put it, he was getting into the best physical shape of his life, even though mentally he was still recovering. He was still trying to find his inner peace. He was still trying to find a reason why he loves himself. Now, when you flip the page, he is still exercising. He is still doing what he did before physically, but mentally his purpose is there. His reason is there. So it's, I just find it so crazy that all of that came full circle. And it also goes back to all these professional athletes who phenom. they look, they're in phenomenal shape physically. But you never really know what somebody's going through mentally until they come out and tell you until they let you know that man i'm just I'm not loving myself right now, I am at war with with this part of me, I'm at war with this person in my family, this person I know, strangers, just internal demons, whatever, and you wouldn't you wouldn't know that by, by seeing them, and I think that's why they get so not only them, but, but a lot of other athletes to a lot of other people in general, they don't receive the same amount of care, the same amount of attention that you would get with somebody who wasn't already in shape. So if you're physically in shape, people think you got it all together, both physically and mentally. And I think that dichotomy of you getting in better shape physically, but still your mental was not there. I think it's something that's interesting. Number one, interesting to point out. But number two is the reason why Achromas exists, because there is, that, there is that gap there between those who physically look great, but mentally there's still help needed. And we come in on that mental aspect, whether it's through the 21-3 method, whether it's through programs that we put out, it is, it is the gap that we are filling. Because self-care is important and it isn't just physical, right? Being accountable with your, with your diet is one thing, but what are you doing with your mind? How are you exercising your mind? How are you working on developing that inner peace that you need? Right? I mean, meditation, meditation could be seen in person, right? You could see somebody meditating at a specific time, but are they tapping into that peaceful side of themselves? Are they able to quiet their mind, right? How far into that process have they gotten where it is now being where it is now beneficial for them rather than harming them? So I think that dichotomy that you brought up is the essence of a And I'm glad you were able to share that story because I think a lot of people, though they may be, they may be getting in the best shape of their lives, there is something inside of them that they're still at war with. And until they until they acknowledge that, and until they get to the point of being able to change that and grow through it and continue to build upon the healthy habits that they are creating, they will not fully heal.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, just take it kind of a step further in that, uh, in comparison to when I mentioned before, and like now the difference of the two. It's uh, before um, this was some years back, uh, you know, probably I think I was trying to I was in the process of getting back in shape, getting married and stuff like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Shortly after I was still doing my fitness thing, but right. I was going right. through stuff um, and uh, what it represented to me, the fitness at that point, it wasn't really about that. Again, it was a manifestation of how to deal with the pain. So when I was hurting, I needed for. I needed to feel the pain outward be more than what I was feeling in. Mm. I needed it to match it. I needed to work out to the point to where I was aching so that I'd forget about how bad I was hurting inside. Mm. I needed to do it. So I'd be in the Mm. gym for hours, two, three, four hours, just banging away, doing my thing. But it wasn't even about that. It was I was running. Mm. I was running away from me because I didn't know how to deal with the emotions of that. If I felt like I was flaring up or I had like, I wanted to cry or something. No, nah, mm. that's where I'm at. Mm. I, I can't let that out. I can't, mm. I don't know how to deal with that at that point in my life. Or I'm angry and, you know, honestly, I I I'm I, I want to, once I want to feel what I feel, and that's, that's not my answer. Let me go take that out. Also, if I'm gonna take it out on anyone, I'm gonna take it out on me. So I was abusing myself in the process and hurting myself. And I never considered the physical like the mental aspect or the spiritual aspect to me that the physical part was no problem i got right. myself in good tip-top shape what what was i doing with jay back then uh, we were doing uh, the sanity i do like yeah sanity doing sessions sanity.
0: Yep, yep, i was yeah, i remember that
1: that was my outlet of dealing with the traumas that i was going through mm-hmm. i had went through that i never addressed and that's the mm-hmm. thing is we have a lot of people who are around who don't you don't address these things you just store it away yeah, and eventually it's going to open up so for me that all led and transpired the way it did and then you know more trauma that it got to the point that when the fuel of this the, the fire was gone I was left with depression so for example like when my pops passed like that was a really dark time for me a really really dark time as a as a man and trying and and having questions and, and things in my life that I never got to address and just certain certain things uh you know Jay you were there man and it was just not yep. a. I was not healthy upstairs. I was not okay. And I think by that point, I was all so angry and frustrated with things that, when that happened, the fitness part of me was gone. I had no mm-hmm. will. I had no desire no more because the anger, the depression has has you know had preceded the, the the frustration of whatever I was going through. So I, mm-hmm. I, it didn't matter no more to me. And I was just lost. I was just lost. I was in this place where I felt like I had nothing or no one that would understand Mm. me and, um, you know, transition through that part and process what that looked like. And then fast forwarding to get to the part where I decided to face myself when I felt like I had no choice. Um, that was the hardest thing I ever had to do in my life Mm. and, and doing it. I, I was reflecting back on those moments of things that what I had done before and what didn't work. And I needed to understand why it didn't work. And ultimately that led back to me figuring out what was going on with me. Not even the events that I was going through at that point in my life that was the, you know, cladicalism to make this all start anew, right? It was like, I started to look at me and like, Ooh, why, why is this like that? Why am I this way? Why Mm -hmm. do I feel like this way? I I feel like there's a barrier or something I need to break. I could break through, but I don't know what it's going to take, but Mm -hmm. I think it starts inward. You know, mm. and um that's when it started to me just doing what we do now, listening to the yeah. podcast, uh, you know, just got more into my faith. Uh mm. the, the the you know, believe it or not, the fitness part was the last to come of this. Mm. You know, before I even got back to working out, I was thinking yeah. about my mental, my mental, my spiritual side. Mm-hmm. Fitness just kind of fell into place through the process of me learning how to take care of myself because I wanted to be around. I I chose to want to live before. Mm. I, I was just a matter of just, you know, I think Jay, you touched on this before. It was just a matter of like, I'm not saying I, I wanted to just end it, but like whatever happened was going to happen. And Word. I had just accepted that being the case, but not, I didn't really appreciate me being here now. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, hell, that was even a point in time. I know we talked about, and I was like, dude, I give given given where I grew up at and how things were. I was just, I didn't know if I lived to 18, you mm-hmm. know, I didn't know if I get past 21 yeah. and yeah. um you know getting to a point in my life where i had to essentially start over to learn who I, who I, who I, who i was was um, was it was everything so when you go through those sort of adversities and you go through those sort of life altering moments defining moments in your life is is really important that you take the time to to be willing to identify what that looks like for you in that season know that it's not going to come overnight it'll be easy because it wasn't. But again, I had to start building these parts of me as I look at as a trifecta. I had to work on the mental aspect part of me that that's what started it. And my faith guided and superseded that because I needed something of a foundation. And that was what led it to me. My faith has always been strong enough, Um, but it got away from me and I need to know that I mattered. So as we ha- we've discussed in previous episodes, I won't go too deep in that early episodes um, of, mm. on promise podcast. But um, my faith really pulled in for me, and it still does to this day. Um, and that is the core of my foundation. And then my mental aspect allow me to 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 gravitate more towards learning more about myself inward and my emotions. And and as men, you know, we we, we don't we're not always in tune with that, or we're it's frowned upon. From uh, from for, you know, I don't want to go into feel anyone feel attacked, but it's always frowned upon. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we, you know, we, we, we go through a lot. So it's like, you know, you process those things and then ultimately it transcended into the fitness part where, um, it became of the reflection of what I look like outward now is a reflection of my joy of Mm. what I feel about myself now. Um, as of before the reflection of what I look like outward was just superseding the level of my pain. Mm. so I was angry in the process of it i didn't enjoy it i didn't enjoy right. the part of the fitness right. i just needed the pain to drown out what i was feeling inside mm-hmm. you know and and now it's the difference it's like when i work out and i'm out there and i'm hitting it and i'm and i'm tired and i'm exhausted i'm having these conversations out loud with myself sometimes like you push through you're worth it you're so damn worth it yep. push through you got this well, you know you know you're worth this yeah. is for you go earn it get this mm-hmm. i'm motivating myself i'm Mm. supporting myself because i've put so much effort into learning about me and i want to continue to do so because i matter Mm. and that's what you have to remember every second of the day that you do matter you are your biggest supporter um you know you have to have the will to want to be better Um, you're doing yourself an injustice if you don't so for me identifying the trifecta of like establishing true inner peace is what it, and what it looked like to me and what it is today. So when one area seems to be fluctuating, I reassess it. But my other areas and are my strength, the components, that allow me to focus on that.
0: And welcome back, y'all. We had some technical difficulties. Of course, this happens. It's life. But we always roll with the punches. We always push through. We'll see. I do want to ask you a question regarding the fitness aspect of what you were doing, the training um, and how it ended up changing when you understood your purpose, when you understood how to love yourself. You mentioned that you were talking to yourself a lot, that you were you were saying you got this, you're so damn worth it. Um, I love me. Let's go through it. Was that different the first time around when you were getting in shape? Were you telling yourself something else differently? Was it more like, you know, was it was it more negative self talk or was it still positive?
1: Oh, it was absolutely different. It was rage. Before yeah. it was rage, it was okay. chaos. Okay. It was pure carnage. Inside, I would I would um just you know, just even thinking about it is a little emotional cuz I'd be in those mm. moments where I um you know, I I'd, I'd run, I'd be running or something and and I just felt angry or I'm hitting this set that just is pushing through and in my mind I was just like I need this to hurt more than what I feel that it those are the conversations i had something along the lines of that mm. it was just like I, I wanted to break something i wanted to mm. break you know it was this 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 storm that was happening and brewing inside and i didn't know how to let it out uh, other than take it out on myself um it was never anything of uh encouragement for myself it wasn't empowering it was just destructive right. and um it was maybe one second away from someone saying the wrong thing to me type of thing. Just you never know where it's like you're, you're inside wow. you're going through these things and you got all this rage built up in you and you don't know how to to decompress that healthy. Um, so, I, you know, i would be in the gym and I'm doing my thing, but it was never anything about love. It mm. was about lost. It was mourning. I was in mourning and hurt for different reasons for people that was close to me that I lost. Mm-hmm. Um things that I, I was going through at that time in my in my personal life that mm-hmm. was just I felt like I was losing. I felt like I was losing that life. Um and I needed a way to cope with it. And that was one form of how I cope with it at that time through fitness. Mm-hmm. Um and uh man, that was something that when I decided to pursue that part of my rehabilitation, um, in learning me mm-hmm. that I was very worried, of, very conf, con- you know, very conscious of, even to this day, I still am. Uh, so that I don't forget my worth, because at that point, it, it was not, it was purely just frustration, it was purely rage, it was anger. I was just so angry in my workout sessions, Jay. I was just, yeah completely a different person Um, even when I would go back and I look at older pictures of me back in that time when I was hitting Mm -hmm. it heavy I wasn't happy I Mm -hmm. was angry um because I didn't address things that caused me hurt during the times when it did Mm -hmm. I didn't address it the way that at that point the will then probably should have as opposed to how I would handle these things now. Right. Um, and ultimately it all came back to the simple fact that I didn't love me enough. Mm-hmm. You know, in, this, in this, time, this day and age, I do hear a lot more of that nowadays, uh, which I find to be fascinating, which is it's a beautiful thing. But at the same time, there are, there's a mis- misconsistence of like what a healthy habit of loving yourself looks like,
0: mm-hmm. where
1: there's still a lot of folks out here that I do notice that they're angry and, and they're confusing mm-hmm. that with self-love mm-hmm. and I can say that Jay because yeah. i I was that person mm-hmm. I was that so I can identify exactly what that looks like so much more than the average person who's not willing to take the time to see these things right. where you know some folks that are preaching this self-love and this process but they're bashing other folks out there and they're not happy right they're angry
0: they're angry. and
1: i'm like oh, you you you're hurting yourself more than mm-hmm. you're healing you don't really see that that you think you're healing but especially if you carry your words carry weight and you have people yeah. who are uh, avid supporters of what you're preaching putting out right. there and this is where it comes back to the importance of being able to regress at times separate yourself from social media, pull back so you can really focus in on yourself and your direction because you can easily get lost and get swayed. And that's what I do in this season. I, I, I pull back so that I can be the best me possible um, through this part so that I can continue to, to, to maintain the inner peace that I've found because I have arrived to that place and know what it feels like. And it's the most beautiful feeling in the world to be, to be free in being who you are And loving yourself through the process.
0: We're back again, y'all. The devil does not want us to be great tonight. You know how it is. You know how it goes. Not at all. Not tonight. (laughs) Exactly. Doesn't want us to have inner peace. We're not going to let him win. We're not going to let anybody else win. We'll see. I really enjoyed you taking us through that journey. Taking us from what fitness looked like to you prior to actually having inner peace to where you are now, where you were still building that up. Because I think a lot of people in our community need to hear that, that it isn't just the physical aspect. You Mm -hmm. have to understand what you're telling yourself when you're working out. You have to understand where you are going. You have to understand what your purpose is when you're exercising. Because if there's nothing but rage in your system, if there's nothing but fire and anger, it isn't something that's good to hold on to. It may motivate you to, to squat more and more pound or, you know bench press another few reps but at the end of the day it's something that you're still holding on to even outside of the fitness size right so even if you're working out for an hour or two you still hold on to that anger once you leave the track once you leave the gym once you get back in your car and you head home you know so i think i think it's very important for us to to truly understand that the the aspect of fitness or just life in in general is a lot more mental than it might actually be physical. So as we, as we wrap it up here, we we want to really let you know that some of the, some of the points, some of the talking points that we came up with, whether it was inner peace is very important. Um, And I I just want to kind of end this there because we are, we are having some technical difficulties here, but, This Acromus podcast episode, when it came to inner peace, it it really allowed us to understand what that looks like outside of the physical side. Um, Because we talked about fitness, we talked about reactions, we talked about how we know that we're making progress. You know, whether it's becoming more accountable for the things that you do, the things that you say to yourself or others, whether it is self care affirmations you know, understanding that you need to take time out for yourself in order to build yourself up, in order to truly understand how much you love yourself in those moments. And then being open, being open for yourself, right? Allowing yourself to grow, allowing yourself to build. All of those things matter. And then in the end, it's acceptance, right? Accepting exactly where you are, accepting where you are, where you are going and what you are becoming. And knowing that it is you in this fight, right? It is just you in this fight. and You must push through. You must continue to build. And as you build, you will continue to develop the inner peace that you've been searching for. So do not quit. Do not give up. Most of all, recognize, recognize, recognize that there, is, there, is things that, there are things that need to be worked out internally, not just externally. Yes, become the peace you seek. That's why I tell Absolutely. myself now. Become the peace you seek. Absolutely. Absolutely. So for our community out there, is there a time where you have had to develop your inner peace? I'm sure there are some out there who are still on that journey um, from maybe a traumatic experience that has happened in your life, or maybe you are you have not found it. And maybe this episode has opened a door for you to, to be able to reach out and, and understand more what that looks like for you. Whatever the case may be, we want you to tell us about your journey. The best story that we are hearing will be featured on the next episode of your Chromis podcast and on the Acromas podcast platform on Instagram sometime during the week. Remember, as we continue to build this community, it is about all of us. We are all involved in this. It is not just me. It is not just we'll see. It is you as well. We all grow together. And through time, we will continue to grow. We will continue to find inner peace. We'll continue to to become stronger, both physically and mentally. And we'll all be better off because of it. Well said, Jay. Yeah. Um, Again, be the peace you seek. If that's truly
1: what you desire and experience in this lifetime, work hard and attain it because
0: you're so damn worth it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I know in this episode, at least closer to the end, we started talking about exactly what that escape ended up turning into you, that that ability to go out and work out and and actually use positive affirmations instead of the negative tension that you had boiling up earlier on and even in the past when you started working out. So next Sunday, Chromus episode number 43, 930 AM, we want you to tune in because we will be able to teach you exactly how to develop a healthy escape, right? We all know Absolutely. about the unhealthy ones. We all know about the unhealthy habits that we may tend to build when we're going through tough times, but we'll teach you how to develop a healthy habit strategy to know what your healthy escape is. It could be different for any of us, but we'll teach you. We'll, we'll provide you those tools so that you can find it for yourself because you are so damn worth it. And quite frankly, you matter. Yeah, you are where you choose to be. Absolutely, am so creating a healthy escape. Um, outlook is going to be everything
1: in the process.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And look, I I can't wait. And before the devil decides to cut us off again, yeah. I am JH Kibbins, and then we'll see. Peace. <laughs>